0: button okay and um, yep we're recording right now so okay well let's get started Uh, good morning everybody today I have the amazing joy McAdams joining us today on the interview with experts series and joy is going to talk to us about her experiences with LinkedIn and also her experiences more importantly with video she's getting some amazing results with video and she's grown her followers and she's getting plenty of uh, leads and inquiries about her business. So I'd like to welcome Joy to the call today.
1: Derek, it's so nice to be here. And just, you know, it's humbling to even think that I have any experience to share. But, uh, you know, I I think it it has grown over time. And I'm always happy to share, you know, what's worked for me.
0: Wonderful. Well, well, thank you very much for being on the, on the call today. Now, Joy, do you mind if I ask you, can you tell us a little bit about your experience with LinkedIn and particularly how long ago did you first get started with LinkedIn?
1: Well, I've been on LinkedIn probably for years, you know, just the normal post an article, um, you know, post and leave. And then right when it started transferring, transforming, evolving over to video content, I think one of the first things I took part in was seven tips or seven days or something like that, because I saw people were doing it and I thought, you know, there's an excuse to get on. At least it's kind of, you know, organized, I can do that. Uh, I think that's what it was called, but it was something like that. And it was like a series. And so I jumped in adding the hashtag. So immediately, you know, there was some support there. And that's kind of how I started to grow my network and videos started taking off. And um, there was one video, though, that kind of was a game changer for me.
0: There was one that was a game changer.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what,
0: what was that one video that uh, shot you to stardom and, and was that massive game changer for you?
1: Well, unfortunately, fortunately, um, you know, especially I think when you first start on LinkedIn, I, there was a lot of like trollers. Um, I call them creepers that just were on LinkedIn for the wrong reasons, you know, so reaching out, um, you know, as if it was some type of dating site and one person just took it a little too far, um, and referenced one of my children and it just obviously, it infuriated me. So any of that reserve that I had went out the window and I did a post talking about LinkedIn creepers and how this wasn't the place for that. And that was my first post that, that went viral. And, um, after that I had a you know, a lot more engagement. And then I realized, I think what that taught me was, you know, be authentic, be real, don't necessarily sugarcoat things because that's what people want. They want the real emotion, they want the real engagement, and they want the real you. And that was the first time I think that that side of me kind of showed. And I think, you know, that's why it resulted in, and plus it was a problem on LinkedIn. Um, So I think that's, you know, why it resulted in being a somewhat of a viral post.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. And the other thing which a lot of people um, may not be aware of is, is when you do get, um, I call them trolls, idiots and tie kickers in my course. Um, and when you do get some people like that, it's very easy to actually block them. So if they try to yeah. see your profile again, they will not be able to see any part of your profile. Um, right. and, and that just basically helps to keep them at bay.
1: Yeah. Right. right Fortunately
0: right, they're out there on all platforms. And, and it's a bit of a shame because it ruins the experience for many. Um, and it makes people a little bit hesitant
1: as well. Yes, yeah. yes. And that's the biggest thing I think people are afraid to begin with, to put themselves out there on video. You put yourself in a very vulnerable spot. And, you know, it just takes one mean comment or something like that to shut you down and to make you feel like, you know, like, really insecure about putting yourself out there, and it's such a shame. And I didn't want that to continue to happen to other people.
0: So, bearing that in mind, is there any uh, suggestion that, that you would give to people if they have experienced that kind of comment or that kind of reaction to one of their posts or one of their video posts?
1: Yeah, I mean, just block them right away. Just, just block, block them. them. Don't even give them the time of day, you know, yep. don't even give them the satisfaction of sending a message back or anything like that. Just yeah. block them. And so don't interact
0: friends. and just block them.
1: Yeah. Warn your friends about them too. And then yeah.
0: that way they can block them as well. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And um, so what have been your big or, or your biggest experiences with LinkedIn over the years? Your most exciting experiences that, that you've come across or that have come your way over the years on, on LinkedIn?
1: Well, what's happened, I think, is as it has evolved, you know, evolved, is the real-life friendships and partnerships that I have made. Uh, and you wouldn't, you know, at first, my husband gave me a hard time. He's like, oh, all your virtual friends, you know, because I think on other social media platforms, it may not be quite as authentic, um, the relationships that are built. But I think because on LinkedIn, because you are putting yourself out there, those that put themselves out there every day, you truly, really kind of get to know these people. And then when you meet in person, I mean, I haven't met one person yet that they weren't exactly like I thought they would be. You know, like uh, my first experience was I flew out to California to support the Josh Powell Foundation with Amy Perkins, Fabi Powell, and Joelle Speed. And we literally went and I stayed at Amy's house and I had never met her in person, but we became such good friends. And when we got there, it was like we had been friends for years. It, I mean, it, it was so surreal and cool and awesome that these, these real friendships were formed uh, through LinkedIn. Yeah, it, it's legit and it, it's been amazing as well as access to such, you know, people that I admire, you know, top executives that otherwise I would have never met them, you know, and now we've become somewhat, you know, business acquaintances and, and friendships and I do feel like I can reach out to them if I needed something and, you know, and I've gleaned so much wisdom from them just being willing to go have coffee with me. yeah. Yep.
0: So it's an amazing way to actually connect with people to establish, build and nurture that relationship and, and basically... Sure. To build up, build up some great friendships.
1: Sure, absolutely, absolutely. And the one question I'll tell you that sometimes people will ask, they're like, "Well, how do I become an influencer?" And I've I've put this on a post before, and it's that's the wrong question. Yeah. You don't say how can I become an influencer. You say how can I add value? How can I help people? That has to truly be your motive because you can't fake it on here. You really, yeah. really can't. And if your true motive is to go out and to help and to add value then you will become an influencer. But yeah. the motive has to be pure and it has to be authentic. Absolutely. I mean, that's, just, that's how it works. And that's what's neat about this platform. It really weeds out the ones that are there for selfish reasons. They don't, they don't make it very far, they really don't.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And tell me, how often do you post a video on LinkedIn?
1: So I try to do a post every day, um, with the exception of the weekends. You know, Usually I, I'll either maybe post the one over the weekend, or maybe not over the weekend at all it just depends on what's going on but monday through friday i'm pretty consistent every single day to the point where if a video doesn't go up people are messaging me saying joy are you okay (laughs) (laughs) Um, because they're expecting it every day we had a big fiasco over my fitness friday it seems like linkedin is not wanting to allow me to post on fridays my fitness fridays maybe they think it's not related to business or whatever And so I remember the first two Fridays that a Fitness Friday post didn't go up, even though I was trying and trying to post it, people were like, Joy, are you okay? We're waiting for Fitness Friday, where is it? And I was like, LinkedIn is not allowing me to post a video today, they just blocked me completely.
0: Really? That's interesting. Is that because of the the title of the video being Fitness Friday or or something like that or
1: I, I think that's how they're catching it. Um I did do a post not related to fitness another Friday without the hashtag Fitness Friday and they allowed me to post it. So, I don't know. I mean, I truly believe And I would love to take it up with them that there's a direct correlation between fitness and business success, you know, because since I started on this, this journey, my, at the first of the year, it just hit me. I was like, you know what, you need to get back to a certain stage of focus. Long story. But when I was four, um, I I adored my dad, actually I started when I was three. I adored my dad. He ran every night to be with him. I wanted to go running with him. So I started running at a very early age. And when I was four, um, I ran my first 5K, which is three point three point one miles. And then when I turned, um, no, when I was three, I ran 3.1 miles. Then when I turned four, the same race, I said, dad, that, that little other race is for babies. I'm a big girl now. I want to do the 9.3 miles. And he was like, uh, you know, not thinking I could do it. So he set up certain tests to see if I could get so far. And I did. So I ran 9.3 miles when I was four years old. The moral of that is beginning of this year, I was going back through old pictures and I saw, I did a post on this, but I saw a picture of me at that race. And with my dad and the focus that was on my face was unbelievable because think about it it's not impressive that a 4 year old can run that far they have so much energy they can run circles around us what was impressive was the focus of mm-hmm. a 4 year old to concentrate on running that far that you know pushing their body that hard and not stopping that's what's impressive not the yeah. energy to do it And so when I saw that, something within me was like, you know what, you are struggling with focus. You need to push yourself again in that way to get back to that focus that was on this. And if I showed you the picture, you'd be like, wow, look at the focus on your face. Um, And so that's when I decided I was going to do a marathon, run a 26.2 mile marathon. And I trained for it. I took LinkedIn with me on the journey. And the lessons that I learned along the way of mindset and focus and, and envisioning and everything I tied back into business success and how you come back and you apply that to your journey as an entrepreneur, you know, you know, it's just, it all goes together. And that journey has taken me so far that I've seen such business success because of that change in mindset. Mm-hmm. There is a direct correlation, you know, there's a direct Absolutely. correlation to learning to discipline your and mind over matter and all of that. Yeah. And now I'm training for an Ironman. man. And, you know, it's the same type of concept of pushing yourself past your limit and digging deep and finding, you know, that strength within yourself and the confidence it gives you. I mean, when I finished that marathon, it was hard. It was challenging. I wanted to quit at mile 10. I got a cramp like I had never felt before. And, you know, I was like, this isn't me. I'm not a beast athlete. Like all these people around me, I just want to quit. But I dug deep and I got through it. And at the end of that journey, I felt so incredibly confident. So, you know, and and I'm able to carry that with me into every aspect of my life. So anyway, that's my soapbox as to why Fitness Friday is very important. And the messages I get from Fitness Friday of people who have just stopped drinking sodas and they've lost 20 pounds and how it's inspired them. I have one girl who ran a half marathon who couldn't even run two miles before just from watching my journey. So it's so inspiring and so needed. And I'm so upset that they're blocking it. Uh, Because I think it's so pertinent to business, you know, it really is. And so many top executives, as I meet them, they are high performing athletes. They do marathons, they do triathlons. And there's an instant connection when I meet them, when we start talking about this level of fitness. So, I mean, it's a proven, I mean, that's why they're they're so successful, because they discipline themselves in this other area. Mm -hmm. So. Anyway,
0: that's my soapbox. So I what I'm to <laughs> It's funny you mentioned that there's there was a girl from Florida called Candace Gallic. Um, have you okay. heard of her Candace at all Candace Gallic? I don't
1: think I'll have to go look her up. I don't think I have. Um,
0: she has a, a business that basically designs, manufactures and sells bikinis. And it's quite okay. a, a it's quite a successful business and she was doing some posts on LinkedIn about a year or two ago, and she was having a lot of problems with them because basically they found it hard to accept that it was a le- legitimate, genuine business. business. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. And- I mean, there's people on here that just do personal trading posts nonstop, and I'm like, how can you allow them Yep. Not my one little Friday that I'm tying into business. But anyway, I'll have to make my way up to corporate at some yep. point and have a nice well, little I'll bear that in mind because
0: <laughs> I, I actually do um, a style of karate called Kyokushin Karate, and I was thinking about putting up some of those posts, especially focusing on just courage and determination and, and keeping yes. you focused on Absolutely. what it is that you want to ultimately achieve. And, um, Absolutely. Yeah, I'll Absolutely. definitely bear that in mind. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. yeah. Well, they'll let you go for a little while. I think because I was getting quite a bit of traction on it. Um, you know, that, that's, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, but my journey when I went to do the marathon, those 500,000 views. So obviously it's what LinkedIn wants, you know, the yeah. audience. So you know, and I'm sad because I wanted to take everybody on my Man journey with me, but it's it's kind of got unlimited. So I might throw it over on YouTube or something. Well, there
0: might be a couple of different ways that you can do it. We can talk about that another another time. But, um, yeah. yeah, I'm c- certainly happy to help you out with that. Um, yeah, but there's, there might be a couple of different ways that you can actually post those. Maybe via your profile could be a way to yeah. do that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Um, so tell me, what sort of uh, business or work are, are you involved in?
1: So I'm in the world of healthcare. Um, I like to think that I'm a big disruptor in healthcare, meaning we find the holes and gaps and we try to fill them. So one of the first things that any physician will tell you that we struggle with here in the U.S. is the cost of prescription drugs. Um, A lot of times, even though people may have insurance, they have a very high deductible to meet before insurance will start covering Uh, their costs. So it might be $1,500, $2,000 you have to spend out of pocket before you even get help purchasing your prescription. And then some people don't have prescription coverage at all. That's very, very common. And some of these medications, I mean, it's a big political issue right now in our country that um, our president is trying to tackle. But in the meantime, people are not able to afford prescriptions. That they need to function i mean like there's there's a certain prescription i'm thinking of that's for people with bipolar and some mental issues they need this prescription to function and it's like eight hundred to a thousand dollars a month and it's not covered by you know so it's like in our program discounts it significantly to under i think it was under a hundred dollars so it's a big game changer and um it's something that we you know we try to communicate to all the physicians to everybody because that's so frustrating for a physician if they have their patient they come in they diagnose them they give them the solution through a prescription and then that patient can't go purchase it so the spectrum of care ends once they walk out the door they they can't do the solution right yeah. so it's so frustrating for everybody all around um, so that's a, one of the aspects I work with in my business. It's an incredible, it's free. It's free to everybody. You know, anybody who wants to use it, there's no enrollment, nothing. It's a free program. Wow, fantastic. And it, and it, and it yeah, it benefits the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals here in the U.S., which is another, you know, great, great benefit. So, um, that's when you see my check presentations to the Children's Miracle Network hospitals in Georgia. That's where that's coming from. It's coming from usage of the program in our state. So I love that aspect of my job. And then the other aspect is I go in and I help struggling um, practices, private practices, just survive and then eventually thrive. Because here, are the big healthcare systems, you know, they have so much more money, they have so much more going on. It's hard for a private practice. Mm-hmm. to to make it really. And so we go in through just getting back to the basics of building relationships with your referring um physicians to doing, you know, better, more efficient marketing through social media, promo items, getting feet on the street, meaning reps out there finding out why did this doctor stop sending to us? You know, maybe it's the long wait times when they call in, or maybe they're not getting the notes they want. That it could be something so simple. And then if you fix it, they'll start sending and so There's just so many things that we do. Um, And then the thing about LinkedIn that is awesome is along this journey, I met two other women who are in the same type of space as I am, but doing different aspects of it. One does billing and the other does a lot of content creation. And so we've joined together now and formed MedSnake Media. And now we truly can go into these practices and give them a full range of um you know consulting and, and business strategy to really take their you know their practices to the next level and so and that was all from meeting them on linkedin so it would have never happened had I not been here on LinkedIn.
0: Fantastic. And did you meet them via your videos?
1: Yeah just because they saw me they saw I was in the same space we saw them we hopped on a call and then we've been able to just work together and glean from each other and this whole business has been formed which it's amazing. Like I'm telling you, it's amazing. The opportunities that are here yeah. on LinkedIn when you yeah. really truly engage.
0: It's interesting. Once you open up your mindset to not everybody in your niche, is a competitor to you on LinkedIn exactly. and the relationships the, the professional relationships or even partnerships that can be formed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mm-hmm. certainly quite inspiring. And, and, and there's a lot that you can do with that. I've met some partners overseas and, um, sorry i missed you for a sec i, I i've met some partners or, or some some business people overseas that uh, we've formed partnerships with and um i'm yet to even meet them i've got to jump on a yep. plane at some stage and come over there but we've, we've got these yep. amazing relationships and um all via via linkedin yeah it's it's That's
1: absolutely incredible absolutely
0: extraordinary what you can do with it it really is
1: yes yeah. it really really is and i'll um uh and here's what i'll say it's it's so important i think i did a post today on linkedin etiquette and and trying to build and form these relationships it truly has to be organic you can't force it you can't you know you truly have to add value comment on someone's post first give them support before you start asking them for things or wanting to have some business call because and for it to go correctly, it truly has to be an organic relationship that forms, kind of like in real life. Yeah. And those are the best kinds. So yeah, the people that will message and, and, and you don't message them right back right away and they're like offended that you didn't message them right back, I mean, it's like they don't get it. They don't yeah. get that you know you are busy you are i can't take a linkedin call when i have a client who's paying me the state of emergency. <laughs> exactly. you know? like, they need to understand that taking and doing a linkedin call is second and respect that and not be offended because you know we're all trying to make a living we we have yes. to you know our, our clients and, and our paying job comes first obviously so The people that go into that with that level of EQ, that's where the best relationships are formed. Um, But there's, you know, some of that is getting messed up. And a lot of people actually have been doing posts about that recently here on the platform. So hopefully people will get the message.
0: I I think what's important is that people establish, build, and nurture the relationship. And one piece of advice I can give to the audience out there, and that is don't pitch too early. Um, We've all had the message in our inbox where somebody's tried to pitch us immediately after they've made a connection with us or or they've tried to pitch us too early. And the best suggestion or advice that I can give is just build that relationship. And then when the time's right, ask them for permission to send through some information about what it is that you actually do. And they'll let you know if, if, if that's okay or not. Um, because if, if you pitch them too early, um, it just turns people right off and it, and it can damage the relationship. So build the relationship over a period of time. And then when the time's right, then ask if you can send them through some information.
1: Sure. Absolutely. I totally agree with that approach. And it's, it's just so important that, um, you know, more people take that to heart because, you know, so many people say and do things that you would never do in person, right. But because you're behind a screen or behind a, you know, a keyboard they you know it's it's crazy and then the other thing i threw out there today on the platform was stop with the crazy messages like i can't tell you how many messages i get that are just like hi how are you or hi the craziest one hi Aunt, will you be my auntie uh, like okay i have five kids i don't need to bring somebody from another country and be their auntie What? but the reason that's so annoying is they don't realize that and i'm not even a mega influencer or anywhere close to that but my inbox is so jammed packed and I get so upset when I scroll way, 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 way down and I see that I missed a legitimate person that has a legitimate reason to, you know, and I almost missed it because all these crazy messages pushed it way down. I mean, yeah. that's what infuriates me because that's not what we're here for, right? We're here for legitimate business connections. And you know, if you, if you want to truly reach out to somebody, especially somebody that has somewhat, you know, of a following, be to the point, be precise, you know, be exact, tell them exactly what you're wanting to do, and then see if they're interested in responding. Like you were very good, Derek, about being very clear about what you wanted to do. You didn't waste five messages just saying, Hi, 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 hi. I mean, what you would have never heard back from me, you know? Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's it's people need to understand that um it's very easy to wind up with 50 100 or even more messages in your inbox a day a day and um whilst those can all be incoming messages some of them are genuine inquiries they're genuine interest And um, one literally, if there's one piece of advice I can give to people on LinkedIn, and that is, you've got to respond to your messages ASAP. And so, as you say, if if, if you miss one that's a genuine inquiry, and it was from three days ago, uh, in many cases, that that interest has waned. Um, and so, even if you do get in touch with that person, they may have lost their their, their line of thought. Um, and so. The, you've then got to try and rekindle that interest and that can be a challenge. So yeah, keep the, the um, non genuine messages, I suppose to an absolute minimum and um, just get to the point, tell people exactly what you're interested in and just try and get that conversation, that relationship established, built and nurtured and um, take it that way. And instead of the, as you say earlier, be authentic.
1: Yeah. 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 It's not rocket science. Yeah, And then just be be gracious and knowing that you know there there might be a lot. This person might have just missed your message because, like I said, the higher engagement they have, the more crazy messages are there too. Yeah. So it's it's very hard to we. And so don't just say, "Hey, we need to talk." Well, that's probably not going to get a response because they may have fifty other messages saying, "Hey, we need to talk." You you didn't stand out at all, and you look just like everybody else out there. That's just you know a little bit on the crazy side. So. You know, be, be real professional about it and to the point and, um, you know, that, that's my biggest advice too as far as LinkedIn etiquette with communication.
0: Fantastic. Now, in regards to video, are there, are there any uh, particular points or takeaways that you would give to the audience out there that they can uh, apply or, or work with towards putting up their actual videos? Is there any suggestions that you could make?
1: I would say find your style. Like some people are very, and it all depends on your personality. Some people are very methodical. They're very planned out. They will plan out their content for a week and then shit, sit. And then in one sitting, they will, you know, shoot like 10, 10 videos or something for the next two weeks. That's not how I work. I work more um, on the fly. Like whatever I'm dealing with that day, whatever came across my plate, I will stop and end up doing a video. So that's why for me, it ends up being very authentic. I think that's why it does well, um, because it's not scripted. It's not, it's basically in the moment for me. And um, I, a lot of my clients, I do videos for their social media and a lot of my clients, um, they get scared when they see me coming to my positions because they're like, oh no, Joy's going to do an on the fly video with us. Um, but I, I'm very spur of the moment, but that doesn't work for everybody. You know, some people feel more comfortable with it being very scripted and very planned out. And if that's you, then that's great too. But it's just kind of find your style. Um, but if I were to try to be that scripted, planned out content calendar person, my videos would be horrible. I, it, they wouldn't, they wouldn't do well at all. So it's just find what works best for you.
0: Find what works best. Find your style. Yeah. Um, yeah okay and, and what about uh, the content of their videos? What would you suggest there? What sort of content should they provide?
1: Um, just providing value, you know I'm kind of all over the place i because I believe in the whole person, so I believe in the family you know collaboration, family work collaboration, the fitness health, you know, making sure that's a part of you, and then obviously the business side of it too so. I'm here. I want to see that person that ends up at the end of their life having it all and having yeah. brought everything with them, not just one or the other. So for me, that's why I do all types of topics, you know, from juggling family to, to work topics, then also incorporating, making sure you're healthy in a whole person, but find, you know, find whatever it is that you, you know, my is not, sorry. Um, you know, find whatever it is that, that is you and and it might take a little while you might it might take a while to evolve to you know to kind of find your style if i go back to one of my first 10 videos it's a lot different than i am now probably but just know that you're evolved as you go so just get started that's the whole point just get started and you don't have to know exactly your style or your thing yet just get moving it's easier to steer a moving ship than one that's sitting still. So get moving and just steer as you go and figure it out and you will find your, your style and your voice.
0: I think one point that I'd like to make when it comes to putting videos out there is is try to provide some, some value, some tips, sure. some points sure. that, that people can take away and apply as quickly, as easily as
1: possible and get a result. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I'm trying to figure out how to turn this light back on. Um, but, But anyway, um, no, absolutely. And it's all about adding value. Like you said, you know, great people complimenting other people. Like for instance, you doing this podcast with me, highlighting me, you know, anything you can do to give, uh, yeah. that's definitely the way to go.
0: Yep, fantastic. And um, is there any particular takeaway that you would would suggest to people uh, if they're either starting out on LinkedIn or if they're starting out posting videos on LinkedIn? Um, apart from being authentic and just getting started, is there any is there one particular point that you would recommend to them?
1: Stick with it, because I will tell you, it has changed. Truly, when I say it's changed my life and in my career and grown my business, it truly. Truly has the power here is real. Um, you know, it's at the end of the day, the time invested has saved me so much time in return. Uh, I don't have to chase clients anymore, they come to me, and yeah. now it's just about vetting them. You know, I mean, who wouldn't love to be in that position where now it's a nice position to be in, that yeah, actually, vetting you're who you want to take on, not being the chaser. I mean, it and then the relation between the relationships I've formed and. It has changed my life. It's so, so worth every minute. It's not wasting your time like maybe other social medias may be seen as. It is truly a business investment to to be on here and to engage.
0: So from what you're telling me or what you're telling us, the audience, your experience is you've been consistently posting videos. um, Mm -hmm. You're consistently getting inquiries coming in. And now you're in a position where you get to vet, you get to decide who you actually choose to work with. Is that right? Mm
1: Absolutely. I mean, is that not crazy? Is that not so crazy? That's the best Um, way to work. It's opened up so many doors, too. Like, even now when I go and travel, I'll send messages to, you know, the marketing manager of different hotels and say, I'm going to be in town. Would you like me to do videos while I stay at your hotel? Um, And, you know, sometimes they discount it. Sometimes they comp me. Sometimes it might just be a free meal. But it's always something because they recognize the power of reaching the business. Fantastic. Well, there's Um, some great advice.
0: That's, that's awesome. That's fantastic. Well, there's some great advice in there, Joy, and thank you very much for being on the call today. We really do appreciate it. And some, some good ideas, some insights from you, um, provided so that people can get an understanding of how they can best get started with videos and what they can do with those videos on LinkedIn to help themselves and help their business. So thank you very much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure.
1: Absolutely. And hopefully next time, Derek, I'll be doing a video with you. I'm dying to get down to Australia. So Fantastic. Well, you're
0: you always welcome. An and uh, <laughs> and uh, when I'm over in the States, I'd, I'd love to catch up.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Okay. Thank you. You have a good evening. <laughs> Bye-bye.